Hey y'all, welcome to Redeemed and Saying So. I'm your host, Ray, and with me I have a very special guest. His name is Derek. Okay, this is someone who is near and dear to me, my brother in Christ. And welcome, Derek. What's up, boy? What's going on? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good, man. Thank you for having me. Thank Uh, you for coming. Yeah, man. You said uh, a little bit about myself. Uh, originally, I'm from Indianapolis, Indiana, born and raised there whole life. And then uh, I came to UNT for college. Mm-hmm. I came down here. And then I think um, from there, you know, been down here for a few years. And then I yeah, started going to Faithfield Church, which mm-hmm. is, you know, the church that we go to. Yeah, we did outreach, outreach together. Outreach squad. All them snacks. Yep. Yep. So, yep. And then, um, <laughs> doing, yeah, doing, doing my, uh, my time at Faithfield, you know. And I'm still going to Facebook. What am I yeah, talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we still Facebook out we here. We just, we just virtual. That's it. Virtual. Yeah, yeah. Ready we we like the OGs, you know <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, And uh, so we, uh, during that time, you know, I became the, the leader of outreach. And so, Ray, uh, that's, that's when we started getting mm-hmm. uh, pretty close, you know, with everybody on the outreach squad. You know, me, you, Joseph, you know, <laughs> Marissa, Eric, everybody like that. And so... Yeah, handing out them water and snacks. Got some stories for that. Every Saturday, every Saturday. Ten? What was it? Ten? And we were out there from like eleven to one, eleven to two, out there handing out them waters and snacks in the heat, in the rain, in the sunshine, in the cold. So y'all go get this Jesus today (laughs) in this water and these cheeses, okay? Yup, in the cheeses and the little Bible (laughs) verse. Yeah. Look, yeah, yeah. It was cool though. No, but that's. That's how we met, yeah. And from then, you've been like the big brother I never asked for. You kind of just popped up. Come on now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like well, you, you little sis, man. I'd be like, what you don't? No, yeah, I wish y'all could see his face because you're the type of person that you'll be like, you'll give us that look, and it's like, come on now, yeah, like, get it together. Yeah. <laughs> you might not say it at first, but you got, come on now, come on, come on, come on like, sis, you get, it get it together. together. Okay. Next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I appreciate you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for taking the time to record uh, with me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. Thank you for having me. I'm excited, man. I'm glad to be here. I am too. Yeah. So, one thing about Derek is that he has a page called Guap. Ah. Godly with a Purpose. Hey. You want to tell him about that? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Godly with a Purpose. It started uh, this year, uh, very early, like January 2020. Uh, the whole purpose of it is, I just remember, I was just asking God, I was like, like God, show me more of your humor, right? I'm like, God, you created everything. Yeah. I'm like, come on. He got to have a sense of, I know he up there laughing. Like, oh, yeah, I was like, come be. on, man. I was like, tell me what your sense of humor yeah. is like. And, and ever since then, like, he just, he started me off with, like, the first video, and then it's just been progress uh, ever since. And so. What um, was your first video? Uh, I think it was, like, I forgot the name of it, honestly. But it was around the story of, of Onan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, <laughs> it's in Genesis. Look, it, it's been a while back. But if you really want to go uh, check it out, go check it out. It's kind of it's kind of cringy for me to go back and watch it. And I'll be like, yeah. I feel that. I cannot listen to my own voice. Like, yeah. I have to go back and really sit there and be like, okay, this is me. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really how it is. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's really just been like just getting better over mm-hmm. time. And so, you know, now we got like better equipment, better cameras, mm-hmm. and, you know, Better actors and you know just hey, hey. Um, I'm gonna let y'all know. He just said he got better actors, but I was an actor on. That's true. One of his 
of his videos. That's that's true. Okay. You were my first leading female actor. That was me. Okay, I'll Wait. accept my award later. It's okay. We don't have to do that. Right <laughs> okay. Give my speech later. But thank you for acknowledging that. Okay. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. And so <laughs> no, yeah, this yeah. man had me out there talking to rubber snakes, eating <laughs> apples. So what Derek does is he takes a story from the Bible and humors it and puts it into terms that anybody can really understand mm -hmm. and so he had me play adam i mean i had me play eve <laughs> and we were outside talking to trees and snakes and i was eating apples i said okay this is what y'all was really doing yep, yep, <laughs> but this yep. man really puts his heart into what he does and mm -hmm. into god's word and i love it yeah. i really do thank you man and then not only that like uh, you know, we also do like spoken word on there too, mm -hmm. um, which is what you will be doing today. Yeah, yeah. And uh, people, a lot of people don't know this, right? But also working on some music too. Oh, yep. Yeah, working on some music. Y'all heard it here first. Hey, y'all hey. heard it here first. So it, but I tell you, that's probably like the most, the longest process, the most time consuming because it's not easy, man. Like I tell you, uh, I've been doing some jam sessions with uh, some of the girls in our choir, mm -hmm. and uh, and with Joseph and like. Oh yes, hold on. I'm gonna just go ahead and give them a shout out. Shout out to uh, Adriel, Deja, and Joseph. Jo I appreciate y'all because uh, we, we've been working on this music thing and it is not easy. Um, but yeah, it's slow but steady, mm -hmm. steady uh, process. Just like the videos, just like the spoken word. But I'm excited for that too. There's so yeah, be on the lookout. Give, give it some time though. Be patient because that's like okay, dude. I'll yeah. wait. I'll wait. All right. Okay. All right. I'll be waiting. <laughs> I'm gonna ask you next week. What's up? Okay. <laughs> I got What's you. Up? I got you. <laughs> So you do go up to encourage others, but how has it helped you in your walk? Yeah, so so I feel like, uh, you know, in the Bible, I, I don't really remember what verse it is specifically, but it talks about kind of like breaking down, uh, you know, God's children when it comes to, to spreading the gospel and stuff into like the five major roles, right? Like mm -hmm. preacher, prophet, mm -hmm. evangelist, apostle, mm -hmm. and uh, teacher. Mm -hmm. Uh, with me, I definitely feel like God told me, like, oh, yeah, you evangelist. evangelist. Mm -hmm. All I got to do, my, <laughs> my sole role and responsibility on this earth is to get out, spread the, the word, right. and evangelize, get right. it out there to whoever. So that's why it's like, with me, it don't matter what avenue it is, whether it be music, spoken mm -hmm. word, skits, it don't matter. I'm trying to get God's word out there. Yeah. Right? It's going to hit somebody. It's going to touch <laughs> Y'all going to get this Jesus today. Yeah, okay. I, I, like, I don't care how you get it, but... <laughs> Uh, but really, all I'm really doing is planting seeds. That's all. Yeah. I, that's all I got to do. God is gonna do the watering. Mm -hmm. He's gonna bring the sun down mm -hmm. on it. He's gonna do the the, the roots mm -hmm. and all of that. All I got to do is just plant the seed. Mm -hmm. So that's really that's really what it is. But when it comes to doing the guap videos for myself, mm -hmm. I realize that it's it's very uh, very much so it keeps me grounded and rooted in the Word of God because that's what I'm doing the videos from. Right. Mm -hmm. So like. I try to be as consistent as I can. I usually try to do a video every week. Um, and even right now in this season, you know, trying to graduate, it's a little tough. But uh, it just really forces me to be in God's word, like, all the time. Like, mm -hmm. I told uh, our pastor, you know, Pastor Joshua O'Pry, I said, man, like, I had to tell him, I said, look, I respect what you do. I said, look, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I said, I slept on the pastors, man. I said, trying to come up with something good and new. Every single week yeah. is a challenge. It is. Isn't it? I mean, even really, with this, right? You gotta right? be disciplined. Like, you really have to be disciplined and you really gotta be in your word. And you have to... If I didn't have a relationship with God, 
I mean, obviously that's what this is based on, but mm-hmm. if like if it wasn't as rooted as it was, like I would just be like, no, nah, forget this. Like wow. it's just <laughs> like no, like I'm out. But it, and it also takes me loving God more than I, you know, love myself. That and my sleep. I be wanting to sleep. Okay. <laughs> I be wanting to rest. God, you said I could have a rest, okay? Hey, you said you got to put the work in first, though. And yes, that, but it's worth it. It's it's so worth it. Mm. And being able to, I think one of the things that really, like, tugged at my heart, that the Holy Spirit placed on my heart, was that I experienced so much of God's love, and I would just hate for someone else, especially those close to me, to not know that. Right. Like, his love is, is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, it's literally indescribable. It's just an overwhelming thing. And just for someone to be out there and not really know what that love is, it's just like, yep. you're going to get this Jesus today. Right. And that's <laughs> like, it, man. That's it. And that's it. That's all we're trying to do. That's all we're trying to get do. Get this Jesus. So, what the title... Well, okay. So, you told me the title of this spoken word piece is... The strategies of Satan, uh-huh. and I said, "Okay, Holy Spirit, I see what you're doing," uh-huh. because that's kind of what this podcast is about. It's about redeeming people who have fallen into uh-huh. those strategies of Satan, his patterns, uh-huh. um, his his lies. Uh-huh. Um, that's what we're talking about today. So, okay, go ahead. I'm and, gonna let you do your thing. And, I'm sitting there <laughs> So, so what we're gonna do, uh, good people? I'm gonna read the spoken word to y'all, and then what we'll kind of do, we'll dive into like. You know some scripture and kind of explaining everything, but uh, but yeah, without further ado, we'll go ahead and get right on into it. All right. All right. So this is called the strategy of Satan. Okay. All right. <clears throat> the devil is your greatest hater on earth. He's had a target on your back, trying to take you out from birth, whether that be through addictions, condemnations, or even a generational curse. He still can't do anything to you without the approval of God first. Mm. See, he's come to still kill and destroy the church in its unity and separate us further from God with every opportunity. But today I'm going to show you how he does it, his strategies and his tactics. So listen and pay attention with close scrutiny. The first thing he wants to do is put doubt in your mind. He, makes, he wants you to have a lack of trust in God and question his word so that your perspective of who your creator is and his image in you becomes blurred. The devil knows scriptures too, though. He's the twister of truth. And that's why you have to have discernment in whoever you listen to. Mm. That's the first thing he wants to do is doubt. All right? The second thing he wants to do is hit you with discouragement. He wants you to focus on your problems instead of the provider, the wind and the waves instead of the one who saved. But you have to have so much faith in focusing on him that you're not even worried about whether you sink or swim because you know greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world, all right? Number three is deception. If he can't get you with doubt or discouragement, he wants to hit you with deception, making all the evil things in this world to look good and harmless, making sin an attraction, as if it's an addition to your life, but it's really subtraction. For example, when the devil comes and he's tempting people, he says things like this, give you some example. You don't need to wait for your husband or wife. Let's watch porn. Your identity is not in Christ. According to the stars, you're a Capricorn. You had a long day at work today. You weary and burdened. So let's have a smoke or a drink. You don't need to tame your tongue. Who cares? Speak whatever you think. See, all of those things, those are some examples of what he'd be talking about. But they're all lies. See, God already told us in his word 
what is wrong and what is right. And you got to remember that the master of deception is the darkness that's claiming to be the light. All right. Number four, if he can't get you with the first three, he wants to hit you with defeat. He wants you to feel depressed and condemned like you're not strong, but you're weak. But it's funny even how he uses this tactic when he's already been beat. Because remember, he lost to the one that's risen. And victory has already been given to those who are God's children. Okay? But here's the, the last thing. The last tactic, number five. If he can't stop you with the first four, all that's left for him to do is to slow you down. So he wants to hit you with distraction and delay. Convincing you that you don't need to do God's work now. Put it off for another day. He wants you to wait. Hesitate and procrastinate because even in that he's twisting a biblical principle Ecclesiastes 7 8 says finishing is better than starting and patience is better than pride So all he has to do is keep you from completing God's work for the time period that you're alive Now those are his strategies those are his tactics, but even check this out now Now for those of you who are listening even you right even myself now we have a greater target on our back because now you are a believer that knows the plans of the deceiver. Mm. And he don't like being exposed. So you got to keep your guard up mm. and your armor on. Because the devil don't take no days off. And we can't either. So that's it, y'all. That, boy. That's it, y'all. Get on out. That's good. That's it. So what was the process that you, that you went through, like, writing this? This was actually a very tough one to write. Mm -hmm. Usually, I can pretty much flow with the <laughs> with the poems, man. But with this one, it was very tough because God really had to break me down and say, "You can't speak it unless you've experienced it." Yeah. So I had to literally. Exp I've experienced a, 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 quite a few of these things, mm -hmm. but literally just this week, I had to experience discouragement. Mm -hmm. I was focused on my problem instead of the provider. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and when you look at scripture, see what, what Satan wants to do. Um, so let me, let's break it down. Let's start from the top. Mm -hmm. If we look at the Bible, right, and you look at doubt, mm -hmm. the first thing he wants to do is put doubt in your mind, mm -hmm. right? Um, doubt is all about, like I said, having a lack of trust in God mm -hmm. and, and a lack of uh, uh, faith. And he, what he really wants to do is make you question his word. Right. And so when you look at Eve, right? If we look Did at God Eve, really right? Say that? Yes. Look, I, I, I'm gonna show you. Yeah. If you got your Bible, look. I'm sorry. We're gonna do a little, little, look, little. Come on, look. bring the wording. Come look. on. If you, if you, if you read the Bible, if you go to Genesis chapter three, this is the start of where Satan is tempting Eve, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm gonna kind of try to try to hit y'all with with the five points that we talked about, right? Remember, it's doubt, discouragement, deception, defeat, delay. Mm -hmm. If you read it, so I think verse one. Genesis chapter 3, verse 1, it says, Now the serpent was more subtile than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yeah, has God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? So right then and there, he's like, making you Did God really say? You remember and Pastor Josh talk about that? Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. He's making you like, Okay, did God really say that? Did God really say that I'm loved? Did God really say he would never leave or forsake me? Right. Did he really? Right. Did he say that? Or am I tripping? No, he did. It's in his word. Right. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Look, yes, ma'am. And so that, that's the first thing. If you go down a little bit um, to like, I would say probably like verse four, verse five, it talks about, when we talked about discouragement, focusing on the problem. Mm -hmm. 
it says in verse 5, For God doth know that in the day that you eat thereof, that your eyes shall be open, and ye shall be as God, knowing good and evil. Mm-hmm. So the first thing, when I come to discouragement, I told you God was really breaking it down with me on this mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. We, he's lying right here. He said, you will, uh, you shall be as God, yeah. knowing good and evil. Yeah. When God created us, he made us in his image and in his likeness. Yes. So we were already... Like already, God, okay. Already before you even try to come up in my garden, okay. Come on, right? We were already <laughs> made in His likeness, yeah. so He's lying here. What the, the what He's trying to do? What He's really trying to do is make you focus on an imaginary problem. Mm-hmm. I'm about to break this down. It's an imaginary problem point. because it's not really a problem. It's something that was already supposed to naturally occur. Yeah. You were naturally not supposed to know good and evil yeah. and all the things. Yeah. God didn't intend for you to do that, right? That's it. And, and so, and that's what that's what He wants to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, because, like I said, if we're made in God's image, right? God is uh, what is He's the the Creator. Mm-hmm. So we are creative. Mm-hmm. We're made in His likeness. He is infinite. We are finite. Mm-hmm. He knows all things. We know something. Mm-hmm. If we knew everything, we would be God ourselves. Mm-hmm. Right? There would be no need for God. Right. Mm-hmm. And, but that's not the way he did right. it. And right. so even you take that same principle, and I thought about with Peter walking on the water, right? Mm-hmm. Think about it. He said he was focused on the waves, mm-hmm. right? The wind and the waves. Oh, my goodness. He started mm-hmm. drowning, right? If you're on the ocean, waves naturally occur. Mm-hmm. On the ocean, yeah. What the what the devil's trying to do is make you focus on an imaginary problem. Yeah, that is something that's naturally supposed yeah. to occur in that environment. Any it's, other time, you're not thinking about the waves. Yeah, it, that's not the pro- that's not a problem yeah. at all. He's making you think, oh my goodness, the wind and the waves. Yeah. If I go to the beach, I'm expecting waves. Duh. Why would <laughs> I go to the beach and be like, oh, this big old <laughs> wave is coming? Like, no, you knew right, in that in, in right. that environment. Right. In that atmosphere, there's going to naturally be waves. Yeah. So what he's really trying to do is make you focus on an imaginary issue. Mm-hmm. There was no problem with mm-hmm. it. That was already going to be there. It's just yeah. your focus. What are you focused on? That makes sense. Yeah, that's it's, good. But then when you get to deception, I think a lot of uh, a lot of people get to deception um, because it, it says in the Bible. I think it's in Daniel chapter eight, verse twenty-five, where it talks about how he's the master of deception, mm-hmm. master of deception. And uh, when it when it when it comes to that, we've all had those moments where we know something is wrong. Yeah. But it looks good. You know yeah. Curiosity is dangerous. Boy. That's all I got to say. Curiosity is dangerous. Shoot. Preach okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> there, there's been some times like in my life, man. You'd be like, man, like everybody, uh, everybody drinking. Like, man, let me let me try this, mm-hmm. right? Or, you know, people be smoking. I ain't never smoked because I was like, I got asthma. <laughs> and, and I got allergies. Yeah. And so I always, I was too scared to try that. I said, I look, wasn't. if I take that, I'm going to end up in the hospital. I was scared. I wish I would. Boy, thank God for grace. What's up? <laughs> so you want to talk to them? Talk to the people, right? No, because it's literally curiosity that got me into so much. Like, to be honest, the reason I started having sex was because everybody around me was doing it. And honestly... I wasn't thinking about it like I wasn't like I wasn't like I just wanted to play volleyball and have fun with my friends and go right. outside. like I wasn't like it wasn't anything in my mind it was just something that was around me like every like why first of all y'all are kids why are y'all having sex like mm-hmm. and I didn't even understand like 
how do y'all even like I didn't even understand how sex worked. So right. it's just like right. my curiosity my curiosity was like all y'all are doing this and y'all are making it sound so good. Right. So let me figure out like what's so good about this. Right. And it was downhill from there. Yep. yep. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He he makes it an attraction. Mm-hmm. He's the he's a master mm-hmm. at making an attraction like, oh yeah, this is this is it right here. Mm-hmm. This is it right here. Like you be like, what? No, <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. When you got the skills removed off your eyes, you can see it. That. You be like, okay. If I knew lying. then <laughs> what I knew now, I would have sat my butt down. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yes, yes, indeed. And um, so when we get to like, say, uh, we get to deception, like now when you look at Eve, he's convinced her that like this tree is good mm-hmm. even though God told her like mm-hmm. well he told it's, and we could even that's a whole nother thing cause God <laughs> told Adam but he did okay yeah, yeah he but did. That, that's a whole nother that's a whole nother thing mm-hmm. but, <laughs> that's a whole nother just, thing he did he look, told Adam before Eve was there look I'm gonna I'm tell y'all something this tree. I'm gonna tell y'all something me and Ray were shooting this video on Eve like she was so passionate <laughs> About Adam not doing his job because y'all, like, y'all really dog us women because <laughs> Eve went and ate the apple. Yes, she did, uh-huh. but her husband, her covering, shouldn't have been letting her talk to this little snake. She should have seen yeah. her eating this apple and been like, "Yo, <laughs> what you doing?" Then God say, "Don't do that." Yeah, and y'all, and then you sat there and ate it with her. What <laughs> <laughs> covering are you? Boy, bye. Oh, oh my goodness! Y'all see what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. And and uh and so and, and I was just when I was writing it, I was thinking about some examples of like what deception looks like mm-hmm. you know, today. That's why I was saying, you know, you mm-hmm. got porn and uh zodiacs and horoscopes, which is evil. I don't know. Look let me let me just tell you something real quick. I hate horoscopes and zodiacs. I don't I don't understand. I it's, <laughs> no, like your your identity is not a Scorpio, a Virgo, a Pisces, whatever. Your identity is in Christ. God literally tells us in his word, I think it's in one is in Jeremiah, another one's in like um like Leviticus or somewhere. And he's like, do not like focus on like the host of heaven. The host yeah. of heaven is like the sun, the moon, and the stuff. Yeah. He's like, do not be like the other nations that like rely on this stuff to get your answers and stuff. No. No, no, I just, no. I never could understand those horoscopes. Like, like, I couldn't understand why people were so, like, dead set on these. Because, for one, these things change. Like, the people, like, I've seen the dates change. Like, if your birthday's between this day and this day, you're, yeah. you're a Libra. But then, a couple years later, it's like, oh, no, we're changing. So, it's like, am I a Libra? Am I a Sagittarius? And I'm yeah. a, like, what? Like, yeah. no. And the thing, the thing that gets me is those things were created. It doesn't say that. Do you know God, where it come from? What Babylon? Go ahead, preach. <laughs> no, I, that, no I, I was just doing some research on yeah, it, and like, yeah. you know, the Bible talks about the Babylonian Empire, evil. Mm-hmm. That's where it comes from, y'all. Like, I just, yeah, it's created by man, so it's just like, what? Like, can't no star tell me about myself? Okay, come on. Unless it's the bright and morning star, okay? Which is Jesus. <laughs> Amen. Come on. Can't nobody else tell me about myself, okay? <laughs> you can't. Like, you can't tell me what kind of day I'm going to have. First of all, you're going to lie. First of all, you're going to have, it's going to be a rough day to know it's not. <laughs> Satan the Lord rebuke you. Yeah, like, amen. I'm not. Like, it's just, I don't, I don't. Mm-mm. And people kill me when they be like, they be like, oh, what's your sign? 
They're like, oh, you're a Virgo? Oh, well, uh, because I'm a, uh, a Capricorn. I only date like, Sagittarius. Yes! <laughs> like, well, we just naturally just won't get along. Like, all Virgos are terrible. Especially if they're, like, in the uh, the late October. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'll be like, what? Oh, my goodness. I bro. just, it's not for me. It's, it's not. not. It's, it's not. not. <laughs> it's not, and and, uh, and just like some other examples, like like porn was a big struggle for for me, right? Mm-hmm. And that, and that don't mean like I don't get tempted by it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like even today, I'd be like, I gotta tell myself, like you better roll up off me, like get <laughs> off me, get out of my head, yeah, like no, nah, yeah. we didn't come here to do this. Yeah, it says in Proverbs twenty six eleven, I think uh, it says that a dog returns to his vomit, so a fool returns to his folly. Mm-hmm. If God already vomited it up out of you, it was poisonous. It was harming you right. anyway. Why would you go back to it and eat it? I know it don't look good. Come on. <laughs> like, but that's, that's what the devil that's, do. He's gonna he make makes it look, it look good. He's like, oh, this look, look good. Eat and throw up. Come on. That's it. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, let, yeah. let's keep going. So then, right, you got, right, uh, right. then you got defeat. I think a lot of people get with defeat. I think when you talk about it today, it's depression. It's condemnation. Mm-hmm. He mm. wants you to feel like all you can do is take L. Mm-hmm. No matter what the obstacle or the enemy is, you can't beat it. Yeah. You're weak. You're too small. You're little David with this Goliath. You can't do it. I hit you with this slingshot. Come on. <laughs> Look, you, you, you Joshua and all these people with yeah. this big old yeah. wall of Jericho, you can't, you can't do it. Take me a nice walk. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, that, and that's what he wants you to do. Yeah. Because, and, and there's an order to this. You know how God is a God of order, mm-hmm. right? This is, this is orderly too, mm-hmm. right? But it's it's the enemy's order. So it's like if I can get you with doubt in your head, yeah. Okay, bam. Yeah. Now you now you're questioning mm-hmm. God's word, and that's our foundation. Yeah. Uh, then if I can get you discouraged, focus on your problem instead of God. That's oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now now I can come in and tempt you with temporary solutions that look good, but they're not really good. Look, you look. Let's get some. Let's get a smoke. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Look, you, you said you're weary and burdened. And when Jesus said, come to me, all he are weary and burdened, yeah. I'll give you rest. He's like, nah, nah, nah. Take this little smoke. You're going to chill out. Mm-hmm. You're going to be all right. You're going to be all right. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then, especially if you're a believer, yeah. right, when you do sin and you do fall, you have these moments of condemnation. Mm-hmm. We, we all have. Like, that was me bad. Like, I could not, like, I was so stuck in condemnation. And mm-hmm. I was just like, I wouldn't just be convicted, and then go back to God. It's like, God, no, I did this. I did this. I did this. I wrong. I, I was wrong. I fell. I fell. Like, you don't love me. You can't accept me. Yeah. You know, you're too holy. I, I just, I can't. Like, you probably don't even want to talk to me. You don't love me <laughs> like. no more. Like, and it's just like, no. Like, first of all, one thing I had to realize is he knew I was going to do it before I even did it. Mm-hmm. And he still chose me. He still loved me. Mm-hmm. He still called me. So it's the enemy just wants us to live in condemnation. He That's really it. does because he knows if he can get us in our mind as far away from God as possible, mm-hmm. then we're going to be stuck there. That's it. As long as as long as we as long as we continue to not turn back to God, and literally, God is sitting there waiting for you. Yeah. He's sitting there saying, "I'm here. I still love you. It doesn't matter. I knew what you were going to do. I knew. I know what you did. I was there. Okay, I saw you do it." Right. I saw you think about doing it, and I still love you. Like that's never gonna change. That's fact. That's fact. And even um, I, God had to tell me something one time. He said, "I already accounted for every mistake you would ever make oh. in your lifetime." 
already accounted for it. It's I already seen it. I already forgave you for it. Yeah. Just come back to me. And even I love this verse in Proverbs. I feel like I'm an Old Testament head. I ain't gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Like I be in that that Old <laughs> Testament boy. And uh, I remember I was reading this proverb. I'm gonna read it to y'all real quick. Proverb twenty four sixteen. I think it's so good. It says, "For a just man falleth seven times yep. and rises up again, but he but the the wicked shall fall into mischief." I was like, I was like, at first of all, I was like, "Am I a just man?" <laughs> and God was like, "Yes, you are. Yeah. Like, you my child. Of course you're just." Right. He was like. You fall seven times, you're going to get up again. It don't matter. It's like, come on, let's get up. Mm-hmm. Let's get it. And defeat, a lot of people do with that. And, and it makes me sad, you know, when you think about people with suicide and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they did not know their identity in Christ. Yeah. That's really all it goes down to. Because yeah. if you knew your identity in Christ, and your identity in Christ, you would know that you're victorious. Yeah. Despite my L's, I'm still victorious. Put two L's together in a certain position. It's a it's dub. A <laughs> like, it's a dub. That's, I know that cliche saying of I turn my L's into lessons, but if you put it in God's terms, he makes all things work together. All things. Like, first of all, y'all need to just get back to God's word. God's word tells you, like the Bible has every single solution. Like Every single solution. Everything. And it's just like, all the L's you're taking, God already is turning them. Like in the midst of you doing them. He's making a way for you to learn from that, to grow from that. For you to, all you got to do is turn back to him. And the enemy doesn't want us to do that. Mm. And it just, yeah, like you said, it really hurts that those people, when you don't have your identity in Christ, it's just, yeah, I I would not have my right mind. Like, there's no way I would have made it through 2020 in the midst of all this if I Mm. did not know who Jesus was. Come on. I would have lost my mind. Like <laughs> now, that's the L. Lost that, my mind. <laughs> that capitalized, okay? Cause no, if I was not, if I didn't have God's word, and if I didn't, just even the times that I felt like I couldn't hear Him, the times I felt like I couldn't see Him, all you have to do is just say, "God, I need you," and Come He's on. there. Like you know, that made me think of. What? Even when I can't see it, you Come on. Even when I can't. Come on. Man. But he's there. Like, he's not too busy for you. There's nothing you can do to make him run out of love for you. Like, that's how... I was thinking about that before you got here. God, there's no way God is is a man. There's no way. There's, like... Oh, absolutely not. There is no way God could ever be a man because no man on this earth has as much patience as God. I could never be God because I don't have patience for none of (laughs) y'all. Okay? I don't have patience for myself. So it's like to think that God knew us before we were even thought about being born. (laughs) Before our, our parents even got together. God knew us. He loved us. He loved us enough to put us into this world and to say, I have a plan for you. Like, that's love. Mm. Like, to create someone, that takes love. But to say, I'm going to create you and have a plan for you before you even get here. It's just like... And even with Jesus, to die for you and you didn't even know it. That's love. Can you imagine that? Like, imagine that as a person. Like, imagine you finding out that, like, you're alive, right? Mm -hmm. But let's say... You found out like, uh, 
let's say your mom was like about to die, like giving birth to you, mm-hmm. and you found out that your aunt like gave her like a last minute blood yeah, transfusion yeah, and yeah. she died, and you like, I wouldn't be here like if it wasn't for yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like that's the type of love Jesus has. Yeah, that's all it is. That... And uh, I said the last thing about defeat is if you if you uh, if you listen to what I was saying earlier. I said, it's funny how he uses defeat as a tactic when he's already been defeated. See that? You see the contradictory? He just wants to bring you down with him. That's all he's trying to do? As he as already as lost. As all he's trying to do is just bring as many people down with him as he can. He just wants some sad little friends to throw a pity party. <laughs> but no. No, you can't have me, okay? No, not today, Satan. Not today. And so the, and that that's what, that what leads us to the last part is... If he can't stop you with those things, mm-hmm. if if I can't stop something, what what's the last thing I can do? Slow it down. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, do you know how hard it is to stop a moving train? <laughs> no, I'm not finna find out. And, but what, what <laughs> I'm gonna do? I'm gonna slow it right, down. Like I'm, right. like, I'm gonna do th- th- throwing stuff onto the truck. Right. Like I don't yeah. care. It's, it's so <laughs> not throwing stuff. At the come truck. on, that that cause, look when you when you walking in God's authority, man, and His purpose. Like when you moving. Man, can't nothing stop you. Like when, when, once you once you get to the point where you're not you're not having doubt, you're not having discouragement, mm-hmm. you're not you're not being deceived, and you're mm-hmm. not feeling defeated. Bro, you are you are you, your mind and your spirit is in the right place. They're in alignment with God. Yeah, yeah. So all he has to do now, he, he can the only thing he can do at that point is slow you down. That's it. And so this is a big one. I feel like a lot of us go through as Christians, right? When we a lot of us. Even in our church, we're, we're in this place. Uh, no, we know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. You can't condemn me no more. Yeah, I know who my God is. Mm-hmm. You ain't, you can't deceive me no more. Get up out of here, right? <laughs> uh uh-uh, uh uh uh. Yeah. I, I, I don't care what I'm going through. What storm? I don't. My focus on okay. Right. And so now he's like, damn. I like, I just got all right. So what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna distract you. Yeah. And that that hits a lot of me, my, me and uh, myself. Like mm-hmm. he'd be like, oh yeah, like play two K. <laughs> Like, you know, just, just chill out for a minute. You, you, you ain't got to do all this. Man. Look, just you had a long nap. day. Just take a nap. Yeah, you <laughs> nap like. And I had to, like, train myself to be like, no, I got to do this now. Because yeah. I don't, tomorrow's not promised. Let me do this now. I would I would be yeah. so, feeling so bad if I get up to heaven. And God is like, you could have did more if you had just, you know, didn't, didn't let no distractions, no delay. Yeah. You know, that's why I told you. He wants us to wait. Hesitate and procrastinate. Please. He's like, I want Take you to Take your eight-hour nap. Take your nap. Go ahead. But you know what the Bible say? And I think it's like Proverbs 16. It's like a little sleep, a little slumber, a little fold another hands to rest. And poverty will strike you down like a bandit. You didn't have to convict And scarcity me like, like an armed robber. <laughs> you don't have to yell. That's good. That is so good. And I really, for me, that struck me. That word resist, withstand. It's not saying you're not gonna have it. That, but it's just like it's not. It's a fixed fight. Like mm-hmm. the battle is won. Like God's already worked it out. Jesus already died for it. You just have to resist the devil. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to fight him back. Especially like one. This is not a physical fight. So don't waste your physical energy on something that's spiritual for one. Mm-hmm. But don't entertain the devil. Like mm-hmm. don't talk back to him. Don't try to don't try to have a conversation like don't don't even try to work it out with him. Don't try to sit there and entertain whatever he's doing, whatever he's trying to do against you, because all the Bible says 
is to withstand and resist. Mm. Jesus even said that. He said, resist yes. the devil and he'll flee from you. Resist, not fight back. Said, I'm not going to fight no devil. He'll flee from you. Yep. That is God. That is the Lord's doing. I am here to resist, okay? Mm -hmm. That's it. And what did Jesus do? Every time when the devil tempted him, every word he spoke, scripture. The word of God. He was using himself to fight back. It didn't. He said, well, <laughs> well, he said, you trying to come Dang. with me? I am the blade. I'm the sword. Come on. <laughs> like, come on. Like, no. Like, Satan, the blood of Jesus is upon you. The yes. Lord rebuke you. You finna get this word and get out my face. That's it. Like, I'm finna resist you. And That's we it. finna go. That's it. Get out my face. You're not finna distract me. You're not finna defeat me. Not deceive me. None of it. Like, that's all you need to do. That's literally how you fight back the enemy. Like, that's what I'm saying. God tells you everything. You don't have to live in condemnation. You don't have to allow the devil to do all this and work against you. All you have to do is turn to God. All you have to do is have faith. All you have to do is be righteous. All you have to do is put on the helmet of salvation. But we have to do that daily. I think that's our problem. We don't do this daily. It mm -hmm. says we have to put on the full armor of God daily. And let's, uh, let me say this. Let me say this. If you are uh, out in a war zone, right? Let's say you know you. Let's say you, when you get ready to go to sleep. Mm -hmm. I, I ain't never been to war. <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, I'm assuming they go to sleep with their armor. Like, yeah. If, it, if it's like a, a, an environment or condition, like, it's like you in the trenches, like, y'all actively mm -hmm. fighting, and you want to take a little quick nap, like, you want to <laughs> take a nap, uh-huh. Yeah. I'm sleeping with my armor on. Yeah. When I wake up, Ready I got my armor times. on. Right? Yeah. Like, it's, it ain't no time to be like, oh, let me take this off. Because mm -hmm. if you do, you, you're vulnerable for attack. Yeah. And the thing is, I, what I love about Ephesians 6 is, We've always heard this term, right? In sports, defense wins game. If that ain't some defense, the only time God talks about offense is at the very end. We talked about take up your, uh, yep. your, 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 your sword, yep. right? Which is the word of God, yep. cutting through what bone and marrow and yeah. flesh and spirit. He's like Slice everything else. Look, what, <laughs> what was all that other stuff? Was what defensive yes. material, yes. defense armor? He's like, oh, you gonna take a hit, but you just <laughs> better hope you got your stuff on, right? Pat it up. Pad it up. And that's why you have to hide the word in your heart. Like, we have to have at least one verse. Just have one verse in your heart. If you don't know nothing else, just get one verse that you can have in your heart whenever the enemy tries to tempt you, whenever he tries to get you down, whenever he tries to make you feel condemned, like God is not with you, God doesn't love you. Just have that one verse in your mind and yes. ready to be like, no. Satan, the Lord rebuke you. This is what the word says. Right. This it, is what the yeah. word says. The word does not lie. The word will not fail. The word will withstand everything. And that's your weapon. Yeah. That's your weapon. It is. And and the, and the thing is, I think a lot of people don't understand this. You have to know. I'm gonna call it your weapon stance. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you have to know your yeah. weapon stance. Some people they like to hold it with two hands. Some yeah. people they can do it with one hand. Yeah. Some people they can stand left foot forward. Some yeah. people can stand right foot forward. You have to know your stance. When I say your stance with the word, you have to know your specific scriptures and verses for your temptation. Everybody gets tempted in their own different way. That. For me, if I get tempted with with uh, lust and pornography and stuff, I gotta read First Corinthians six eighteen. Flee from all sexual immorality. I'm gone. My mind gone. If I gotta get up out of my room, I'm gone. Like yeah. I'm running. If if you getting tempted uh, to drink, what about? Well, I think it said I, f I forgot the verse. It was like do not be uh, being be sober minded. Yeah, that's what. Uh, look, oh look. Come on. Uh, I gotta be sober minded. I don't think right. Look, Come on. Come I don't on. be thinking right when I'm drunk. Right. So it's just like I can't do that. 
I can't. I can't. I have to. And even if I do go out and have a drink, I know my limits. Right. I know. Okay, this enough. Hey, twenty one though. 21, I am. Though. I sure am. I'm, hey, I'm, y'all better be twenty one. I've been twenty one for a long time. But <laughs> In the mind, I'm twenty one. But now, physically, now I'm legally twenty one. Oh my goodness! <laughs> we thank God. Huh? We do, because let me tell you, if it was not for His grace carrying me through them nights, <laughs> let me tell you, the Lord allowed me. the The Lord did allow me to be twenty one. <laughs> for a long time because I, <laughs> that, that's part of my testimony let me tell you he talked to him because and no first of all it was okay it wasn't a fake id it was just my friends okay so it wasn't fake it just wasn't me <laughs> so i was getting into these places at 18 19 so your identity is not in quite this ain't your friend <laughs> not no more <laughs> no, no more. <laughs> but it was. It was though. My identity was it was not in Christ because I would. That's the thing though. I have a long week, and I would like me and my friends yep. to get together. Hey, let's go to the bar. <laughs> Shoot. All right. Let me get this ID, and we was there. And it's just like okay, we drink away our problems. Next day, first of all, I'm hungover, and I, my body doesn't even like alcohol. That's the thing. Really? I don't. My body does not like alcohol. Like. Like shots and stuff, boy, nah. I throw up in a heartbeat. Really? Like, but I still did it. Like, I didn't. I remember I'd be taking a shot and I'd just be like, "Oh my god, this is about to be so sad." And it's just like I would just keep doing it, and I just like. And the next day, I would still have those same problems. So it's just like, you just when you don't know your identity, you're really just kind of living in darkness. Like mm-hmm. you don't you don't see any light uh-huh. and it's just it's hard when you don't and you think you that's the light though that's what that's what that, devil do he thinks like he's trying to make you think like oh yeah this is that, this is light ain't no light in them clubs let me tell you <laughs> it's just dark and dirty <laughs> oh my god i look back and i'm just like why did i do that every week like it's hot it's musty <laughs> you ain't that cute like <laughs> oh my god like no so honestly, it would. Once I finally like really started having a relationship with God, I was like, I'm finna go back. Y'all can have this. Come on, don't catch me in nobody's bar, nobody's club, back. and I won't. Won't go. But I ain't going back to all that. <laughs> so I, it's not um, I'm with you. Y'all can have it. And, so, and can I uh, can I say something too? Uh, I think uh, me personally, I, I I believe that like just like we all have spiritual gifts. Mm-hmm. I think people can have spiritual convictions too. Mm-hmm. So like I know uh, like a buddy of mine, like my brother, man, like they he man of God, right? Mm-hmm. But like for him, like even though he's he's he could he could drink if he wanted to, mm-hmm. his spirit just convicts him like you should not drink. Mm-hmm. You you don't need to be doing, mm-hmm. right? Now I don't know. It could be generational. Like people mm-hmm. could be like drunk in his family or, but. Yeah, I, I just I, I do believe like the Holy Spirit can give like people just different spiritual convictions about certain things, even if it's okay for other believers. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it just I, I yeah. just can't do that. Like, yeah, I can't do that. So, yeah. This yeah, I, I wish I had that because you do. You got it now. No, then. Oh. So if I knew then, <laughs> it is just I just we thank God for grace. Okay. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So um. Thank you for this piece because it really did. It shed light on what this podcast is mm. um, and how God has redeemed us from the things that 
we have fallen into by the uh, from the enemy. Um, so You're I wanted welcome. to ask you, how has God redeemed you? In what way? Uh, so I would say uh, it's been a little a little similar story from what you said too. Mm-hmm. Um, I I came to college. Um, so I would say like what I was doing, what what wasn't like what, what I was doing, I was like using profanity all the time. I was just like, screw this, screw that, and just like, <laughs> no, well, me. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I just be like, F this. I'm like, I look back, I'm like, what is wrong with me? What's wrong with you? Cuss all the time. And then uh, uh, I, did, I didn't drink until like uh, 2018. It was like 2018, which was weird. It was like my junior year. Uh-huh. You know, a lot of people come in there, fuck me, and they be like, hey, you know. <laughs> me? Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> I came in like my junior year, and I think what triggered it is really when we talk about defeat, mm-hmm. I think I was in a state of depression. And I, I mean, it's kind of hard for me to think about that. I'm like, depressed, man? Yeah. I'm like, I don't ever get depressed about nothing. Yeah. And like, I think it's because at the time, like one of my favorite artists at the time was Mac Miller. Mm-hmm. He's like favorite artist. Like I just like I just love his style, yeah. like his music. I'm a beat person, and like his beats were just always yeah. like killer. And then he just have like the jazzy stuff, the hip hop stuff, the bluesy stuff. I'd be like, oh man. And then he died on yeah. overdose, yeah. and it just like man, I cried. Like yeah. that's that's how much I like love that man's music. And I think what happened is uh. His, his, his music as much as it sounds good mm-hmm. deception the stuff he be talking about isn't yeah. it's, it's not align with what God be talking about and I think when I listen to that and I said that to myself so much it put me in like a depressive state like so basically what ended up happening was like I went to like a couple parties and like getting drunk and stuff well okay that's debatable because people <laughs> be saying I was drunk but I was like I still knew where I was going. I probably couldn't drive. But okay, then you were drunk. So I say really tipsy because cause I was like, oh yeah. Okay. I was like, go straight, take a left. We back at the cook. But then I woke up. But I, I but I would say, uh, you know, when I came out of that, that's when I uh, after that that little that little season, mm-hmm. I uh, I started going to Faithfield Church. Mm-hmm. I, I, Went to Faithfield Church. I uh, shout out to Robin if she's listening because she was my resident. And she was yeah. like, Oh, you really got to come to the yeah. church? All right. All right. Come on. I was like, uh, All right. And I, I'll check it out. And uh, remember, it was back at the, the chapel. Uh-huh. I used to clean that chapel when I was a, a freshman. Uh-huh. And it would always be like like the Catholic services. I was like, I was like, Oh, no. But then, but then I went in there. I was like, Oh, okay. This is different. And, um, uh, and and not not saying anything like wrong with like Catholic. I just remember yeah. going to one of those services and I was like, nah, this ain't it for me. And so, uh, uh, but yeah, I went to this church service and it was the faith fair, and I was like, oh, this is nice. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I mean, yeah, I started going there after that season, and this is where I believe what the, the Bible talks about iron sharpens iron. I met yes. in my in my own personal Bible study group. Uh, like I started meeting people, and I remember. It just like the people in that group just really helped me get back into you know being in tune with God. Like I had one friend um, that she was just like she was just really pushing me hard. Like whatever you do, you do it for the Lord. Like we worship God in everything we do, mm-hmm. and she like that never left me to this day. And it was just like whatever music you listen to, however you think, whatever you do, your actions, everything you do, whatever you do, you worship the Lord. And I was like everything. 
everything. Everything. Okay. Yeah. And and so I'm really grateful for people, God putting people in my life, you know, the iron sharpens iron. Um, and so ever since then, I just kind of been on my walk with God. Just You know, we have some ups and downs, but for the most part, you know, that's part of it. still walking. Yeah, we walking. That's good. I might trip sometime, but God catch me. He sure do. Yep. Turn the L into a dub, okay? <laughs> but that's, uh, I like what you said about in all that we do, we are, we are to worship God because... A lot of people think worship is a song, it's singing, but uh-uh. the way I think of worship is coming into agreement with God. Right. Your mind is in agreement with God. Yep. Your heart is in agreement with God. That's how you worship in spirit and in truth. Your spirit, your your you are aligned with the truth, which is the word of God. You are if you are not living outside of what his word tells you to do, then you're that's you you're not in truth. You're not um Whatever you're doing is not worshiping God. It's not bringing honor and glory to God. Um, so that's good, even in the little things. Like, even in the little things. That's, wow. I just got a little convicted. <laughs> no. No. How? How? You care to share? It's just, it just, it just reminded me to be more intentional. Just to Absolutely. be more intentional in, in just the little things. Because so, sometimes I feel like we think because God is up there, it's just like, God is not even in the little things. It's just speaking to somebody. Because. Go ahead. I just know sometimes my attitude, you know, Uh, Lord is working on it. Okay. uh, He got my mouth right. You know, I don't cuss no more. But my attitude, I'd be quick giving him a little look. (laughs) But I just, you never know who you can run into who just needs a hello, who just needs a smile. Who just needs that little conversation that you don't feel like having? Come on, someone could need that. You got you got to rock the food of the spirit, yo. I know. The love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, self control. We working on the patience. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we working look, on that. Look, look, God doing a work in me. Oh, hey, he doing a work in me. That don't yeah. mean it's fitting. Okay. <laughs> no, but real. That's crazy how we met at Faithfield because Faithfield was really what God put in my life to really help straight me out because <laughs> when I started getting around community and like-minded people mm-hmm. and getting sharpened and it's just like yo I I need to get right and I remember I remember I was with Deja and Marissa mm-hmm. and we shout out to Deja and Marissa I love y'all <laughs> <laughs> we were at uh I think we we're at Deja's house we were just talking I don't I don't even remember what we were talking about but I remember Deja said the word lukewarm and I said, Ooh. what's that? <laughs> <laughs> I said, I didn't say that, but in my head, I'm like, what's that? Let me, let me Google this word. So I went home. I went home that night. I looked it up in the Bible. I started reading, reading Re- Revelations. Uh-huh. I said, no, y'all, I ain't coming back t- to the club. Uh-huh, right, yeah. Y'all can have it. <laughs> They'll ask me to go. Th- I said, whoa, I'm really, because I'm sitting here thinking, okay, I grew up in church. I go to church every Sunday. But I was not walking with God. It was really God was just covering me. But I was not, like, I was not, I didn't have the relationship with him. I didn't have the heart of God. I surely wasn't bearing his image. Because <laughs> <laughs> I said, God, you really love me. Because I was out in these streets. <laughs> no, but it's just like, 
I wasn't that bad. I'm making myself sound bad. I wasn't that bad, but... No, it's, it's a testimony, okay? <laughs> it, it it's is. a mess to a message, a test to a <laughs> testimony. You're good. Oh, this is right. But, no, if that's... you really That shows the importance of getting around like-minded, like-minded people. Believers, yeah. That's why so many people struggle is because they try to start having a relationship with God, but if you're around that same mess that God's trying to take you out of and you're not maturing your faith, you are gonna fall. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, there's a there's a guy. Um, like uh, sometimes I do some some. Uh, I hang out with the guys from Overflow too. Sometimes mm-hmm. uh, shout out to the Overflow people. <laughs> uh, they cool. First Denton Church. And I remember this guy. He was saying he was uh, like a little depressed or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, I sent a message to him about like I, God just placed it in my heart. Like when you're depressed or you're in, a, I would even say you're in a place of condemnation. Right? It's like being in quicksand. Mm-hmm. Very few people make it out mm-hmm. by themselves. Most of the time, you're going to need help mm-hmm. from the outside to help pull you up yeah. out of it. Because other than that, you're just thinking more right. and more. You're just thinking, sinking, sinking. And, right. and that just had me thinking. I'm like, man, like, it's okay to ask for help. But mm-hmm. ask for help, bro. Like, we said iron sharpen iron. Mm-hmm. Not just iron by itself. How iron going to get sharp by itself? <laughs> no, it ain't. Thank you. Be you need some help, man, <laughs> and that's why you gotta you gotta be with your brothers and sisters in Christ. Man, sometimes you need them prayer warriors by your side. You know, when when you when you get to the place of understanding that my battle is your battle, and we we're one Bearing in the body of Christ. Yeah. yeah. Then it's like, look, I'm gonna help you because when yeah. you winning, I'm winning. Yeah. When we winning, yeah. Christ, come on, come on. Ain't nobody finna lose. Man, we take doves around here. Child of God, we don't lose. What? Come on. You know, don't take no L. It's Dub City. <laughs> <laughs> but anything else you want to share? Nah, man. Uh, I think this was this was dope. It was awesome. Uh, we thank God for it. And uh, Amen. Yeah, looking forward for it when it comes out. Just mm-hmm. let me know. Thank you for sharing. You know, I appreciate you sharing your gifts, sharing the Word of God. For sure. All that you like. This is good. This is real good. It blessed me. It blessed me. Hey, I pray sure. it blesses someone else because... Yeah, I hope it. Yeah, it God will. loves you. Like whoever's God loves you. He loves you so much. He already accounted for every mistake you would ever make. All right, nothing can separate you. Nothing from the love of God. Nothing. Mm-mm. Well, that's it, y'all. <laughs> Derek. So what we do here, we have our guests pray out. So you right. don't mind? I got you. Bow your head and close your eyes. Dear Heavenly Father, God, I thank you so much for another day, another unpromised day. A day, God, that we get to just talk about you, talk about how you've changed our lives, divine, how you've made a transformation in us and in our hearts. And so, God, we give all the glory to you right now because you are the one that's done the work in us. You, we didn't do anything to deserve it or to earn it. God, you just gave it to us because love is giving. And so, God, I pray that this this podcast is a gift to somebody else. It's a gift to their, their ears and to their mind, their heart, to know that you love them and you care for them. I thank you for Ray. I thank you for this podcast. I pray, God, that you use it and uh, you shape it and take it to wherever you want it to go. I pray that it elevates. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Bye, y'all. See y'all later.